Hello, friends. Hello, Zebras. Thank you for being here on the show. Thank you for joining me. Today we're going to be joined by a good friend of mine, Jim Wirtz. So Jim is actually in LaunchBox with me. I host the show from LaunchBox in downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. Jim has been here. He's a social media marketer. Uh, he works right now primarily with landscaping businesses, but he, he handles all facets of social media. The interesting part is that Jim owned a landscaping company for 33 years. He's been in the business for a long time, or doing business for a long time, and uh, we'll get into that on the podcast. I don't want to call him old right off the bat, but uh, that's, I'm sure that's what he's might be thinking right now as he's listening to this. But it's awesome because I had not met many people who were so into social media at such a, an older age, you know, I mean, he's, I believe he, he, I don't know his exact age, but he's in his 50s, right, Jim? Hopefully I'm allowed to say that. Um, too late, I already did. But I, I, I don't know many 50-year-olds who are well-skilled, well-versed, and understand social media. So I think that's really cool, number one, that he's like a lifelong learner. And we kind of get into that in the podcast a little bit. He's going to have a bunch of episodes on here because we have great conversations, and I want to bring those over onto this platform so you guys can hear them. But uh, this conversation is very cool and very inspirational, I think, for anybody who feels like you can't start something new, you know, like the you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Once again, sorry, Jim, but I, I just said it again. Um, <laughs> but I also think it's awesome just the, you know, the power of social media, how it can, like, change your life and how you can go from having one business, move it over into social media, and use your knowledge from that one business and how it can transform what you do online in online marketing. So this is a, a super awesome conversation that I'm excited to bring to you. I'm also excited to bring to you the sponsors on the podcast because uh, Jim's been to Harlequin Pepper Yoga. He's been there, and, and he's done a little yoga with his wife. He said he loved it. Uh, Aaron teaches at Harlequin Pepper Yoga. Vinyasa style of yoga rooted in science, focusing on functional movement and anatomical alignment. You can search Harlequin Pepper Yoga in the App Store or Google Play. Facebook and Instagram is Harlequin Pepper Yoga, 320 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg. Shout out to the Comics Vault. I love comic books. Uh, my son now loves comic books. If you're a comic book reader or if you've been out of the game for a while, you want to get back in, well, uh, Neil has thousands of issues, thousands of back issues, new comics every Wednesday at the Comics Vault. That's at the Comics Vault Altoona on Facebook and Instagram at 1130 12th Avenue in Altoona. And shout out to Sports Evolution, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, CrossFit, Certified Personal Trainer, Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist. He's helped change my body around. Alan Coble runs Sports Evolution at 2900 Plank Road in Altoona. Check out sportsevolution.net and on Facebook and Instagram at Leading Athletes. Let's get this show started. This is Rob Z Radio. Hey, welcome to the show. Broadcasting live, as always, from the Launchbox Studios, downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. A fellow Launchboxer here with me today. Hello there, Jim Wirtz in the house. Hey, Rob, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming in. Sure thing. And you're going to want to be close to the microphone because oh, that'd probably be that's key. <laughs> that's key to the podcast. Um, and you can move. <laughs> it's already a pro. And sl <laughs> slam your cup down real hard too when you're done, so it makes that noise. Bang it down as hard as you can. Do it. It's a great conversation we're having. So, 
you're gonna beatbox. <laughs> Is that what that was? So yeah. I think you're the first person I've had on the podcast that actually works with me here at Launchbox on a regular basis. Yeah, I can hear you through the walls. Right, you can hear my radio voice broadcasting <laughs> live <laughs> through the walls. <laughs> so I-, I wanted to get you on here. We've been talking about doing a podcast for a while now, and you've been dodging me constantly. I look for you. You're gone. Oh, I got things to do. You know. Busy guy. Right. Lost, lost, <laughs> a lot going on. Lost. But uh, uh, this is going to be a cool conversation because, number one, we're both doing social media marketing. But number two, because you've had like a long career before doing social media marketing. So going back to your old business, Wirtz Landscaping, which if you're from uh, central Pennsylvania, I'm sure you heard of Wirtz Landscaping. I grew up in Sinking Valley, so you were right down the road from me growing up. Uh, but you've been in business for a long time. You've been doing, you've been in business for a long time. Not the social media business, but in general, correct? Absolutely. What are you calling me old? Right. <laughs> I was dancing around the, <laughs> I knew you the were. wording. <laughs> I saw the sweat coming off the it, Beads are, yeah, they're, they're starting. Um, so, how long did you don't have words landscaping words landscaping anymore, right? No, retired from that a couple of years ago. And so. you ran it for how long? Thirty three years. Thirty three years of words landscaping, yeah. uh, very successful in our area. And what did you? I, I guess why did you get out of that number one? What I, I don't know if I, if I ever asked you this question, but how did you go from words landscaping to doing social media marketing? Well, I did the the landscaping uh, for thirty three years, and I always liked the marketing. You know, back then we did a lot of billboards, radio, TV, newspaper, that type of thing, where you couldn't track any of that stuff, which always drove me crazy because you'd spend thousands of dollars a year and you'd ask the advertisers, like, or they'd ask you, do you get any business? I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me. Where are these people? Well, 330,000 people pass this billboard every day. I know. How many come to me? I don't know. <laughs> so, so it was always in, uh, intrigued me, like, uh, you know, as the internet kicked in, I was always sort of trailing and following that and um, working on different programs, learning more wow, about it. Okay. And uh, so I've always been interested in it. And uh, now I'm doing the marketing and social media marketing and online strategies and uh, having fun with it. So doing words landscaping, what kind of advertising did you do? Did you do radio, billboard? Did you try everything out? TV? Pretty much, yeah. It's uh, one point or another, we tried everything. Uh, billboards worked well for us. They really helped brand us. Uh, we'd have people say, how big are you? you, you look, I see you everywhere around town. I'm like, dude, I only have five, six trucks. Oh, you're bigger than that. you know. So <laughs> it made you look bigger than what you were. Yeah. Same like online marketing will. Yeah. Did you have your face on the billboards? I don't ever recall seeing your face up oh, there. Oh, Lord, no. In the bright lights. I don't okay. want to ruin my business. Right. I just, that's a good, <laughs> no, we do like, we did a lot of ponds and waterfalls. We'd put a picture of a pond, nice pond up there and things like that, you know, so... So what did you carry over from that 33 years in business, which Words Landscaping was very successful, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. turned that in from just you doing it to how many employees did you have at the end? Uh, between 10 and 15, average. And how many jobs were you guys doing a year? A lot. We did thousands. Thousands of over, jobs. Over three, yeah, thousands in a year and tens of thousands over 33 years. Wow. And hired hundreds of employees over the 33 years, you know. So it was, it was fun. A lot of fun. Always something going on, you know. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, landscaping plus, we talked about this, but like landscaping is perfect for social media because it's a visual business. Like you get to you, you want to see what the product looked like before, what it looked like after, what you know, what kind of work you can actually do. So I'd imagine if you were still running Wirtz Landscaping, you'd be knee deep in social media right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'd be doing uh, a lot of Facebook video ads, Instagram. Um, We'd pound that for sure. Google AdWords. Um, I noticed a lot. I do a lot of coaching consulting for landscapers across the country now, and uh, 
one of the things I see them not doing is using social media. They're all doing it, but not really using it to the maximum the way they could mm -hmm. and just retargeting strategies and things like that, which you and I talk a lot about and uh, which will help them a lot. So the ones that are doing it are crushing it in their local market. Yeah. Would you mind muting your phone? It's incredibly rude that you would do that on my podcast. So deeply. Now you're going to read the text. <laughs> Wait, oh my like, gosh! Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, okay, so yeah, and, and I, this is the interesting part too, I guess, because like podcasting, like we 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 record this in Central Pennsylvania. Another another key move on the podcast is to make sure you slurp as loud. <laughs> You're a pro already. Oh, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know. I, I, we think like in our area, because Central PA, we're very behind the times. Altoona's always been behind, especially when it comes to the internet. I'd say we're at least two years minimum behind what's going on. And, but it's across the country. It's not just here. It's small towns. Like They haven't quite caught on, grasped the concept of how powerful this marketing is yet. Uh, and, and you, so moving from your landscaping business into doing social media marketing, and now that you're consulting other landscapers, what do you see as around the country the people you're talking to is it the same old same old like it is here same deal people just don't quite get it yet they don't know how to use it yet yeah very few are utilizing because it's it takes time to learn there's, you know social media is always changing as you know we talk about this almost daily how it's, there's always a new strategy and all these new idea and to try to encapsulate all of them will drive you crazy so you got to mm -hmm. really pick ones that work uh test them and then run with them and that's what i encourage the landscapers to do is just to get get a couple things working for them. Uh, one of the things I hear a lot of them say is why well, just they either just don't know or they don't have the time to implement it because yeah. it takes some time. But what they forget is it'll 10x their business. I mean, it'll grow their business like crazy um, if it's utilized. Videos are great. And here's some, you know, business owners say, well, I'm not good in video. And it's like, it's not that hard. We're talking 30 second, 60 second videos. And I, you know, we can tell them exactly what to say. So, yeah, I think when I, when I hear that I'm not that good at video or it scares me or whatever that might be, I, I just, I look at my, what I did. Oh, for crying out loud. I look what I did. Like whenever I started videos and I still don't think I'm that great at them, but you're never going to get any better at them if you don't do them. I don't think anybody turns on a video camera and is immediately like, boom, hey, I'm on, ready to go. Like, maybe somebody does. But uh, I know for myself, I never feel – I'll watch it back and be like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. And I imagine most people, unless you're a narcissist, yeah. megalomaniac or right. something. I mean, I, I don't know how you feel when you shoot a video. You're Terrible. I mean, no, just looking wonderful the whole time. No. But, it, you know, it's, it's a tough thing to get over. And one of the things I try to tell people to get over it is, or to help them get over yourself. it. Yourself. Yeah, get over yourself. Seriously. The, <laughs> the biggest thing for me is uh, we, everybody sees us every single day. Like everybody who talks to you sees you. They know what you look like. They know what you sound like. They understand who you are. It's just you. Right. You don't see yourself that often. Right. So that's the scary part. Right. And people just can't get that into their head. Like, you're talking to people every day. Like, you're, you're looking at me right now. I might look stupid. I don't know what I look like. Probably. Yeah, all right. And, you know, that's, that's just the way it is. So the only issue is, like, looking back at yourself and finding out how stupid you actually look. And then you just got to deal with it. Well, now you made everybody answer. feel bad. No, it's, like, it's just, you know, you just be yourself on the video. And yeah. I tell my guys like, and, and gals just like, what do I say? Well, just talk to, like you're talking to a friend, you know, and here's the message. But we always have a message for them and just be yeah. yourself and talk. So, you know, it's, you, you wear a nice shirt, whatever, look presentable. 
But it's not a big deal. It's it's who you are. Like you said, you're going to go out and talk to your clients, your customers every day, and that's how you are. You don't try to change that. It's just be who you are, be who you are and, and just go with it, you know? Exactly, yeah. But it's a repetition thing. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get, and the more videos you do, and the more people you see, um, they see you, and it's brand your business like crazy it'll it'll expand your business and make it look a lot bigger than what it is, is what right it well, like you were saying about the billboards you got five yeah. or six billboards up people think this guy's everywhere and Eventually. you you basically just started and you're just getting off the ground but it that's looks it. huge yeah exactly and i and i guess that's uh also when it comes to social media the other part i like to tell people is like i mean think about the fact you probably paid a couple grand for those billboards right back in the day it was a yeah. lot of money yeah now you can put out, as long as you build your following up enough, and you got to pay some Facebook ad money to do that, you can put up a new billboard every day on your Facebook page. You can put up a new commercial every day on your Facebook page. It's like c- continuous, constant advertising, and you can control all of it. So it, it's almost too good to be true, but at the same time, people are just, either they don't know what to do, or they're too afraid to do it, or there's too many options, and they don't know how to pick just one. Which is something that you and I run into the issue all the time. Oh, when we talk man. about social media. There's so much crap. How do you pick something? It's and it's how do you run with it? Yeah, there's too many options all the time. Yeah, it's it's exhausting to the point. Well, hold on. You got another idea? Uh, so, you know, when I when I think about local business, because I, I work with a lot with local businesses, and you did, you never really did, right? You've done more across no, the country. I did local, and yeah, I work with chiropractors, dentists, physical therapists, gym owners, restaurants, but now I'm focusing on more of the landscape, lawn care business, hardscaping, irrigation guys. But I do social media marketing for more. Which was your expertise. I mean, you, right. you found the niche now, right? Yeah. You've 33 years in the business. You know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like you're, they, people say expert and throw the, the quotations up. Yeah. If you've been in social media for a year or two, you're an expert because it yeah. moves so quickly and it's so new. But like landscaping, 33 years, that's like a, that's not even an expert. That's like a, a Sven Gali. I don't know what the... <laughs> 144,363 hours. That, did, you, did you map it out? <laughs> it's something like that. So if it's the 10,000 hours, you've 10x that. Oh, man, You've yeah. blown past it. So I welcome all questions, put it that way. Nothing nothing phases me too much. I'm not saying I know everything, but... Uh, yeah, we do a lot of um, consulting marketing for landscapers, lawn care guys, and I really like it because it's sort of where I've been, you know, where I've been there, where they're where they want to go and um, I can help them out a lot of ways. We have a lot of good conversations. Like we talk about how to look at your business. This goes for any business, like how you perceive your business. And people are like, what do you mean? Well, what do you mean is it's how do you look at your business? People don't stop. They get in that mouse wheel and I run every day like crazy and they throw this um, tasks into place and they do the same thing every every day. They solve the problems the same way. And I get them to stop and like look at things differently and say, why do you do this? And then they, you know, we figure out a better way. And it really, it's just the little things that turn a business around, um, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Get a lot of aha moments, you know, which is nice. Yeah, because you get stuck in the day-to-day grind of what yeah, you're doing. Right. How do you get out of that? That's the toughest part. Yeah. See, like the reason I got into so I was in radio for a long time. The reason I got into social media marketing is one, I understood it. I see the potential for it, but also I don't. I would never want to have inventory. I would never want to own a business where I had to have a bunch of stuff. 
because I would just be stressed out. I'm stressed out and I barely have anything. Right. So I can't imagine like being a landscaper, having all that equipment, all those employees, all those jobs, all the money that goes into those jobs. So like if you have a, you were telling me if you have like a $10,000 job, how much of your money is going back into that thing to get it done? $9,999. You're barely pulling anything out. So you look like you're killing it. You're barely making any money. Yeah, you're just passing money. No, and that's why, uh, you know, companies need to do, have a good strategy for estimating and tracking all that stuff. And that's what we do. So along with the marketing, it's a full package type thing. So, yeah. Yeah. For yourself, and I'm going to go back to the old thing, I guess. I'm just going to throw it back out there because you've been, you're kind of a, uh, an anomaly, I guess, might would be the word, because how many people your age get into social media marketing? Number one, let alone understand how to use it, let alone even have the platform set up, and even know how to use it on the phone, to the desktop, how to engage on it. Uh, but you've actually taken it to the next level where you're helping other people use it and teaching them how to use it and how to make money on it. And how to, because it's one thing to know how to use it, but another thing to make money on yeah. on social media. So. Where where did the passion for that come from? Because I would imagine somebody else in your shoes who's ran a business for as long as you had, you'd be like, ah, it's time to retire. I'm going to kick back and not do anything or just sit on my, my piles of money, your bathtub full of cash that exactly. you bathe in every day. So what I liked about it was the, uh, the freedom it gives you to travel and still be able to help people along the way. Because I know with having the experience I have in, the, in running a business, I can now turn around and help a lot of people because once you go through that experience, you know, you've done it. So, so you can know what they're talking about when they, when they start telling me their problems and how they're trying to figure it out. It's like, I've probably been there. I've failed a lot in my business. I learned the hard way by spending money that didn't turn out. So that's part of being in business, you know, and those were my best learning experiences when I failed or tried something that didn't work. So now I can save them that time in marketing and in, um, you know, just every everyday strategies they use and tell them what's going to work and what's not. So what I do is I help expedite the process through marketing, get them to, you know, have more eyeballs on their business through marketing um, and then also through strategies and just saving them time in everyday, everyday business. But I wanted to be able to travel, you know, help people across the country, basically work with different landscapers across the country now. And what's cool is I'm working with Anywhere from a lot of millennials, but also I'm working for guys who just started a business, have it for two years, to guys who've had it for 25 years. And that's pretty cool. Great, great results, you know, so. And that's, that's neat because you find somebody who's been in business for that long and they're still trying to learn something new. Were you like that when you were doing landscaping? Were you always trying to search out, like, a yeah. way to do something better, easier, faster, cheaper? Yeah, absolutely. And I found that as I had, you know, keep in mind when I started my landscaping business when I was 19 with no money, there was no internet. So to find, to go out and find a coach or somebody, there was no online. Yeah. So you had to meet them at a meeting or send them direct mail or something. And it wasn't as easy to find those people. Like now you get on Facebook and do a group search for coaches and consultants and names will pop up so much easier. Yeah. A lot of things are easier that way, which I didn't have that back then. So it was a, it's a, a huge benefit now. Yeah, it's, it's giant. And people don't take advantage of it. That's yeah. the part that's crazy, right? Yeah. You you would complain back in the day that it was so hard to find the things you wanted to find. Now it's so easy, yet you still complain. Like, ah, now i got to go do it. Right. <laughs> At least back then, you had the excuse, well, I can't find it, so I just forget it. I don't know how I'm ever going to get to it. Now it's right in front of your face, and you're like, well, I know it's there, but where am I going to find the time? How am well, I going to do it? It's all about time. And what I find is 
back in the day, I would hire coaches and consultants when I found them. I spent tens of thousands of dollars doing it, and I found that it worked. You know, it saved me a ton of time, saved me a ton of stress. Like, if I had questions, how do I do this in my business? How do I get this set up? They would tell me. They would work me through it. Yeah. And um, so I encourage, you know, guys in, in, in marketing that hire a consultant, hire a coach to help you with your marketing because it works. These guys are doing it. And that's the big advantage with what you and I do. We're 100% focused on the marketing and consulting end of things. Like, yeah. that's what we do. You know, we're not trying to run two businesses and do this at the same time. So we can, like, decipher a lot of uh, – you know, ideas and problems and work through it and get, get our guys results, which is helpful. Yeah. And honestly, like I sometimes think I need to coach to coach me on all the new things that are happening because there's always something else that's Absolutely. going on. And, yeah. and, it, and I've only been doing marketing now technically like for about a year now being in radio for a long time, it's kind of considered marketing yourself. Like I had to kind of market who I was as a personality to draw people in. Uh, but I never looked at it like that until somebody presented it to us. Like, you've been doing marketing for a while, and you just haven't ever thought of it that way. And I was like, I guess that does make sense, that I had to put myself out there to draw people to listen. Yeah. And I thought that's that's an interesting way of, of looking at that. Um, but when you talk about people not understanding the, understanding the value of having to spend money to make money, and you always hear that, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't want to do it. I was one of those people for a long time. I didn't want to spend the money to find the information to move forward, but it's so essential, right? I mean, how, where would you be right now if you would not have done that with words landscaping? Where would you be right now? You wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have been in social media marketing. You probably wouldn't have been right. in, right? Unless I, you took a course and. Oh, it's, it's, it takes so much time to do that. You know, even in marketing, trying to figure out Google pay-per-click or even Facebook ads to do it the right way is really time consuming because you have a lot of audience setting up audiences and retargeting ads and you know bringing them from google pay-per-click over to a retargeting ad on facebook and to learn all that stuff and do it right and the copywriting and the message you know for the ads that's takes a lot of time i was surprised you know it's it's still a work in progress but you know but the cool thing is you can track it all and they can see what results they're getting that's that's a nice part about it yeah do you whenever you uh show it to a client do you show them the analytics because a lot of people don't and a lot of people do. And I don't really dive too much into the analytics when I'm talking to clients that I'm working with. I more show them, like, well, did this get results? We'll look at a post. Did it get results? Did people come in for this thing? Did they buy that thing? Yeah. And that's one of the best ways to figure out if it's working. The analytics can kind of muddy things sometimes. Do you throw that at them, the, the numbers? you show them the breakdowns? I, I have in the past. I found it just confuses them. The way I do it now is I uh, talk to my clients. I find out what a, what the customer value is, a customer that comes back time and time again, like for a landscaper, for example. If, if they come and do have them do work, you know, um, they're telling me that an average customer value could be as much as um, $10,000, $5,000, $10,000 for a job, you know. Yeah. So figure if we can bring in, you know, leads every month for that landscaper and he's taking those leads and converting them into customers and he's getting 10 20 customers a month that's some big big bucks yeah. so that's easy for them to see yeah this is what i put in the ad spend and your services and this is what i'm getting out every month so that's how they grow it makes it well it. they can see how it's worth it yeah it makes it you can understand it a whole lot better absolutely and just the the, the cost effectiveness of it so we're both kind of in a place right now where we I mean, I, I love helping out businesses, but I find the more businesses I get, the more clients that I get, we were just talking about this, the less time I have to work on my stuff. 
right? And there's right. things that I want to do. Like I'm like I'm I'm in this thing to help other businesses, but I know the more I can focus on me and growing what I'm doing, then I'll be able to help more people because I'm more efficient and I'm putting together like maybe a video series or putting together some sort of online program that people can purchase that would help many people at once instead of individually one at a time, which takes forever. And right. you do that with, with a lot of consulting work. That's part of what you do. Yeah, absolutely. And you see the results from those people. Like they enjoy what you're, the information you're giving them. Yeah, they love it. Well, it's, it's, they can see I'm saving them a lot of time just by implementing ideas. Not only just throwing ideas and information out of them, uh, to them, but we actually back it up and work it, work the part, you know, the program and, yeah. and get results. Uh, and then they can actually see it. Cause I'm all about results. It's like the money's important, but if I'm giving you a good return on investment, that's the bottom line, you know, that's where I take them. And they love that part of it. Cause that's what they can see their hands-on group and they get that part, you know? Yeah, I, man, I, I think that the potential right now, especially in our area, in many small towns, if, if you jump in and you try to do social media marketing and you, you learn how to do it right, because I also, and I'm sure you've seen it too, people who are marketing and you've seen the work they're doing and it's right. it's cheap, number one, and if it's cheap, you're not going to get the quality that you're looking to get out of it. Right. And I, it, it's probably hurting social media in a certain way. And then you look at the, these other big businesses that come in, like either whether it's the Yellow Pages or TV advertisers, newspaper, radio, they'll add digital marketing to their portfolio. They'll add it as a part of a package. We'll do social media marketing for you. And I almost get sick of the words social media marketing mm -hmm. because it's like, what does it even mean anymore to me? I, I've said it so many times, and I know you have too. Right repeated the same thing of like at nauseum so it's like man I, I need to find a new way to present this to people because it to them might sound like a 250 fifty dollar package where i post twice a week for them on facebook and it doesn't get them any results it's something they could do themselves yeah and it's all about results i mean whether you spend 250 bucks or 1500 bucks a month it's, you know, if the value is great enough, does it, the cost matter is what it comes down to. Yeah. So it's all about results and giving it time. I see a lot of people, business owners will throw up a Facebook ad, not very well done for a couple of months and then spend a couple hundred bucks on it and then be like, I didn't get any results. Well, it's because it was, wasn't set up right. It wasn't set up for success. You know, it wasn't a certain path you have to follow to get these things to work. It's a, it's a funnel as we call it, right? Yeah. It's, you know, you start here, you go to A, B, C, D, E, end up, you know, at the end where you want to so it's always the you want to go where you um you know start with the first the, the process start with the end in mind basically where do you want to go what do you want to do how many customers do you want to bring in a month and then you set it up for that success to get on that path reverse engineer that back to how can you get the the first the ball rolling um what do you so when somebody asks you this is something i always i i'm I have such a hard time with what do you do for a living what do you do like i used to be like well i'm a radio dj that's easy enough when you start saying the word social media to people, they're like, or internet marketing yeah. or e-commerce or something, right. they're like, oh, they, I can tell they're like, oh, yeah, 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 but they have no idea. Right. And so I don't even know how to explain it. Well, it's so many facets to it. You know, there's email automation, Facebook marketing, Instagram, pay-per-click. It's all different platforms. So you can't use all, anybody says they use all these platforms effectively is not, that's not right. You can only use uh, a couple effectively to get yeah. really good. I always encourage business owners, just pick a couple like YouTube, Facebook, and focus on them. Because those two alone will carry your business a long way. You don't need to be 
Instagram and Pinterest and everything else that's out in the market. They're also, it's like the shiny syndrome, you know, object. You want to grab them all, but that's a yeah. mistake because you just burn so much time. So and you're going to be yeah, lost in the, in the weeds. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what I kind of explained to people. Like I, when I first gave out my uh, proposal to somebody, I'd have everything on there. I'd have Facebook, Instagram, right. Snapchat, and YouTube, and I'll do SEO and SEM and I'll do Google AdWords and I'll build your website and then I'd give it to them and I'd think, oh my god, if they pick that package, I'm so screwed because I don't know how to do 90% of that stuff. I got to just focus on the couple things I do know how right, to do. Right. And over the past year, I've figured that out. And uh, we have like a small business brainstorm in here every month with uh, Jen from the local businesses, Jen from Juice, Sarah from the Clay Cup, Steph from Trade Secrets, and we kind of said that ourselves is like you can get so stuck in all these different things and you can just get lost in all of this crap. But if you focus in on that one thing and really hone in on it and get good at it, yeah. that'll make you money. Yeah. People don't need all that crap. They need one thing. Yeah. I just tell people I help them get more customers, repeat business and referrals every month. That sort of sums it up. And, I, and they're I, like, oh, where do I sign? That's it. They say, yeah, we want to talk is what they'll say. And then they say, how do you do it? I say, well, it's a mix of online, offline marketing. Bam, that's what I tell them. And they're done. Because you get into all that other stuff, their they're eyes glaze over like a deer in the headlights because you <laughs> lose them so fast. And, I um, know, because you don't realize, I guess, you and I talk about it every day. So it's more of like we're so uh, in it that you forget what it's like to be out of it. Yeah. Like, and you don't, the people just don't know. It doesn't, and they don't need to know either. Yeah. All the details. And if you tell them you do like, post up for social media for their fan page or whatever they just think of some 15 year old pimply faced kid does it for them for 10 bucks a month you know it's like not what we do <laughs> yeah exactly i can i can get your business more money with online marketing or something along those lines i'm trying to perfect that one line like the elevator pitch yeah and i still absolutely. don't know what it is i have so, no clue but yeah i'm, I'm pretty excited because right now i'm um, encouraging my landscape clients to start be an authority in their business in their local market and one of the ways we do it is I help them to create a small guide like a book and uh, it's pretty good because it will actually help brand them in their market and like you said get more eyes on their business quicker and I always encourage them to do what their competition's not doing and that's what we focus on every day so I'm in the process of authoring a book right now which you're soon to be author soon to be author Marketer, soon to be author under your name right now. Eventually, the soon to be will be. It's in progress. (laughs) So it's going to be, uh, you know, a lot of good information about how people, this guide, you can basically take the book and work it themselves in their business and have more customers coming through the door in pretty much any business. It's all uh, basic marketing skills that work. Yeah, that are tested. And so, are you going to take that book? Because I've. Dan Kennedy, who we both are uh, big fans of, if you've, if, you've, if you've ever read a Dan Kennedy book, there's that. That's a part of what he talks about is building that ebook or building that. It's a it's a sales lead, a lead magnet is what he calls it, is what the book is. Yeah, but it's much more than that because it really is, especially for you, like your history. Like you've got a lot of history in the landscaping business. So there's a lot of great, useful content in there, um, and I look at people that are are in this. Well, anybody who owns a business who's trying to market themselves and they're doing the same things over and over again. They're running the same ads over and over again. And it's, you're just going to bury yourself instead of transform yourself and, and raise yourself higher. If you keep hitting the same ads, keep doing the same things, 
you're not going to get the same results. You're going to get worse results every time. At mm. least that's, t- that's what I've noticed. Yeah. If you have a Facebook page and you put that same post up over and over again, maybe it worked the first time or two. Right. But after a while, it's the people are going to be unfollowing your page, not liking your stuff, and you're going to be worse off than you were beforehand. Well, the ads fatigue. People don't recognize that. You can't you can't run the same billboard for 12 months. People get sick of looking at it. you got to take it down and refresh it. You see it all the time. Same with Facebook ads. Yeah. You've got to change it up with a mes- new message and yeah. you know, something interesting. So. Yeah, and that's there's a, a local business, I won't name any names that I'm working with right now, who uh, were talking about changing their logo. And they've had the same logo for almost 30 years. And their argument is, well, everybody, when they see that logo, they know it's our business. They know who that is. And I'm like, well, that's that's true. But at the same time, that's not a good thing because that means that they're stuck in this old way of thinking about your business. And an old maybe it's nostalgia. It could be good nostalgia or bad nostalgia. I think when something's that aged, it needs refreshed because people are going to look at that and think, ah, oh, I've seen that a million times. That's nothing new to me. That's not new information. I need to find another place to go, a new pop-up place that just opened up, and I need to go there. But if you change that, either the logo or the advertising or your branding or whatever, it's going to bring new eyes to it. Like, what's this new thing? Even if it's the same thing with something new slapped on it. A red stripe on the old logo. (laughs) Right. (laughs) By the way, the name of your business, what is it? I forget. Wurtz Media. Wurtz (laughs) Media. There we go. Boom. (laughs) But I also get excited because, you know, a couple other things that people don't realize about uh, online marketing for their business, no matter wherever they're at. And I talk to particularly guys who have been in business or gals who have been in business for years, is the reason you want to put a machine, I call it the marketing machine together, is because it automates your marketing. And you have customers and clients coming in the door every month, month after month. So if you ever go to sell your business, it's a great thing to have the machine in place, as I call it that you can say to your prospective new buyer, look at this, I get this many customers every month coming through the door because of this marketing machine. Yeah. And so so people get hung up on sometimes putting the money into marketing, but here's the deal. If you can put a dollar in and get three out, how many dollars would you put in that machine, right? A million. Yeah, right. I would be digging in under the couch for pennies Yeah. to put into it. So that's how it works. There's a lot of, um, not only that, you could have run in the machine and people could look at the ad and uh, click on it and maybe not put their information in, but they see the ad, they see your brand, they see your name, and that gets the word out. And that's yeah. what really helps you know businesses basically explode. Um, well, that's what you did with the billboards. It's that repetition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the repetition of seeing your your business over and over and over again. It sticks in their mind. Yeah, it's absolutely. like top of mind when they think of that whatever genre that is or niche. They're like, oh, that's the one I see most op- most often. Well, and here's something to think about. Think about does marketing work? Here's here's how you can tell. Think about the businesses in your local market, like um, who's lawyer? He's always on, but the, the Edgar uh, Snyder, Edgar Snyder, yeah. and other businesses who are always marketing locally. Not even as big as Edgar Snyder, but any business who does a lot of marketing, mm-hmm. they're at the top of their field. Why? Because they're they're getting their name out. People are seeing them. They're and calling they're them on the phone. Face out there too. Putting their face and out there. That's a big one. Yeah. Which you, I guess you never did. Which I mean, it didn't. I guess it. It depends. Put the name out. We put the logo out, and we're we're always out there, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's what people don't realize. They they you know it's one of those things. If you don't invest the money, and if you don't give it a try, and and uh, you're just going to stay in the back of the packs. What happens? Because now is a great opportunity. You could have a, a company, a fairly new company, in a niche: plumbers, landscaper, roofers. I don't care, doctors, dentists, chiropractors. You name it. 
laser surgery who's not well known and transform that business in six months with the yeah. right marketing, like blow it out of the water. And not the, not spending that much money either. Not really. Over like six months, spend maybe a thousand bucks on Facebook advertising and you're going to see huge, as long as you have the right marketing, like you said, yeah. you're going to see huge results from mm -hmm. that because people are going, it's going to stick in their head and, and something else I feel like people don't really take advantage of is you make a video for uh, Facebook or you make a video for television. Why not, transfer that over you got the video running on tv run that video on facebook put a thousand dollars on facebook advertising and run that for the the lifespan of the ad on tv same with radio put an image up run the audio with the image and that could run for the billboard the picture like run it just seems like it, it now that i'm in it it seems like such common sense but i can recall being out of social media and not understanding this kind of stuff and how it wouldn't make sense to somebody but those are the things that are the most impactful and the repetition, boom, seeing it over and over and over again. Yeah. There's so many businesses that you can do run, uh, you know, coupons or you can do like contests, which are great for some businesses. Because mm -hmm. uh, it's all about building that list of name, name, email, and phone numbers up. Because even if they don't buy from you right away and you're bringing it through the machine, the marketing machine that's running every month, mm -hmm. You'll get that list built up. Then you can market to these people for the rest of the time. So if you have a special three months later, Christmas special, Halloween or whatever, you can you can blast out an email blast, text messaging. There's all kinds of ways you can connect with a Facebook Messenger now to just stay in touch because it's really important because people get busy and they forget about you. Yeah. Um, you know, they could talk to you on Tuesday and Friday be like, oh, who was it? You know, what was that guy's name? So with today's society, it's very fast paced and people forget about you. So the key is you just got to stay in top of mind and in front of them all the time using different strategies like this. Yeah, and you have a face. So you, you're interesting because you have a Facebook landscaping group that you've built. Yep. And how many members do you have in there now? I just started in January. I think I'm like close to 900. You like, started it in January. Yeah. Right now it's uh, we're like four days away from April, and you have 900 people in there. So, yeah, close to it. <laughs> Building up. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And you haven't even really advertised it. No. You know, I did it. I did Facebook Lives. And it just sort of blew up, and I didn't even know what I was doing. I just was sending a message. I was just talking about my experience and trying to add a lot of value into the group and, you know, just talking about different topics, and I had, you know, a bunch of people hop on. I call it Landscape Marketing 101. If you want to find it, Landscape Marketing 101. It's a fun group and really good. You know, it's, like, really positive, and, and people will compliment and say, boy, this is the most positive group I've been in, you know. Um, but I do boot people out if they get – you know. Do you? They start getting a little <laughs> snarky, yeah. a little pissy about things. No, it's, out. it's just that they're not on board. You know, if they're not serious about really learning, they're just there to it's hang troll. out. You know, yeah, troll. Yeah, <laughs> and I've I've noticed that a lot. Well, I was in, in a couple of radio groups when I was still in radio. I'm technically still in the groups. I don't really check them that often. But it, I I noticed because you take a, you kind of spearhead the group. You're the leader of the group. Those those Facebook groups need a leader. Because if nobody's in charge, it's just the inmates run the asylum, and it just yeah. turns into a bunch of crap. So at these Facebook groups, that's what would happen. You'd have all these people in there, but nobody was being positive. Like they were just posting up goofy things about radio or something they did that day, or they'd be complaining about something. It was never anything – I shouldn't say never, but a lot of it wasn't very constructive. Right. And I'd look at these things and be like, this is basically just a chat room for radio DJs. Like, I don't, I don't need that. I mean, it's nice to be able to talk to your comrades or you're doing the same business with, but I want somebody who's going to like step in and be like, Hey man, this is what works. This, this is going to take you to the next level. 
do this on the air, try this strategy. And that's what you do in that Facebook group. Absolutely. 900 people. So how many clients have you received? And you're not even really trying to advertise yourself in there that often. No, I really don't. How many clients have you gotten out of it? Probably like 10. Look at that. Yeah. Like how crazy is that? And they come to me, which is really nice, because then I know they're serious about growing their business and expanding. I just got a phone from a guy from San Antonio right before we started the podcast here, and he's pretty excited. So. Yeah, I like it. I, I, you know, I like it because I know I can help them. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like I've done a lot of what they're gonna do, and I can help them out. I'm, I don't say I know everything or I'm great at everything, but I put the time in. You know, you have and the I experience. Can, yeah, I, you know, I've got beat up enough. You get beat up enough, you know, you don't have to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> don't well, don't walk down the same street that bully's hanging out on. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and that, that's a. I forget who said that, but it's like what? Um, don't walk down the same street the yeah. bully's on. <laughs> I think you said that. I don't know if anybody else ever, that might have been repeated from somewhere. Maybe Dan Kennedy. Did you steal it from him? I steal a lot from him. Um, But somebody said, it might have been like Charlie Munger, one of the the billionaires. Charlie Munger? Billionaire? You know Warren Buffett, maybe? I think you made that up. No, no, it's it's, it's for real. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to lose the quote now that you're you're throwing me off. But it was like, um, we all have to learn from mistakes. Yeah. But they don't have to be your mistakes. Mm Right, so if somebody else has already made the mistakes, which through 33 years you made mistakes, so you've mm-hmm. learned from them, somebody can get all the right information from you of what right, what's to do and what not to do, and before they ever make that fatal flaw, they've already, you know, gone out of the way. They've already dodged it because you gave them the right information. Yeah, absolutely. That's huge. And you know, it's huge nowadays. Well, it's been around for years, but what I help a lot of them do, I actually have a system to help them find good employees because that is a huge pain point. Yeah. For landscapers, any blue anybody. collar, anybody really, they're always looking for better employees. And I actually created a system to walk them through and how to, you know, maximize that and get good employees and how to, what questions to ask them. And they really like that because that is like, they don't, they're throwing their hands up and they're going, I, I don't know what to do with this, you know. So, so different systems like that. I would imagine for you, like, it had to be, it has to be tough. I don't have any employees yet. Maybe one day I will. But how do you find somebody? If you start a business, obviously you're all in. You're super passionate about it because you created it. It's your, it's what you're surviving on. But that person you hire, they could easily go get another job with another employer. Right. So how do you, how do you find somebody with the same amount of passion that you have for the thing you're doing? It's almost impossible at some point, right? Yeah, you got to find people who really like to work outside and just like to do what you're doing. And and one of the ways you do is you sort of run them through some tests and find out what the real passion is. Um, because a lot of landscapers get into business to work outside, be around people, work with their hands. That's what they love. Then they have to realize, oh, now I need accounting systems and how to hire people and how to hire people and all that stuff. That's the part they really don't care about in a lot of business owners, but they know they have to do it. Then there's the third part, which is the interpersonal. And that's the part where um, you get your best ideas, like like just stepping back, looking at your business. And that's where I really step in and help them in the interpersonal area to be like, why do you do this this way all the time? Why do you solve these problems the same way all the time and get them to look at different ways? And that's that's where the power is. That's that third person interpersonal. Um, And the other day I did a Facebook Live and we talked about it. It was real. It was like two minutes long, and I just talked about if you take 30 minutes a day and just sit quietly with a notepad, or you know, turn off your phone and just sit quietly and just think about the ways you can service your customer, your client, your patient, whatever. Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed at the ideas you come up with. Like, what can you say to them? What what little tips can you give them? What can you send them? What can you, how can you treat them? Like, and yeah. just change your current thought process works. I got a crazy response from that. 
like guys are pretty excited about doing it. But any business owner, anybody, it really helps. Yeah, and that not even a business owner, just in life in general. Absolutely. You'll come up with amazing ideas. Now, you and I, we both have talked about meditation. We both meditate. I've caught you sleeping a couple of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, I meditate. And there's drool coming out of your <laughs> mouth. Nice. <laughs> Painting the picture. <laughs> no, but uh, I think that number one for me that's that's huge like because if you lay if you just sit down i was gonna say i usually lay down but like if you're just trying to not shut your brain off but just like let i can i the way i kind of word this let the universe bring you some answers those mm-hmm. kind of like pop into your head either by taking a walk by laying down and, and or sitting down and meditating or focusing asking your asking your brain a question and then seeing what comes from that yeah and things will that's when I get my best ideas. I get my best ideas going for walks. Yep. If I'm just going for a walk, I'll have stuff pop in my head that I'm like, wow, I never would have thought of that watching TV or trying to think of something or cramming my brain, trying to come up with something uh, important or something next level that would that would change things. Um, it's absolutely the best way. Yeah. And just like, for instance, how many of you ever just gone and taken a shower, not thinking about anything, you come up with an idea like, why didn't I think about that before? It happens all the time, right? Because you're not thinking about anything. You just It's just allowing it to happen. Yeah. So I think one of the best tools, always have something with you that you can write on. And the shower is the toughest spot. Yeah. But anywhere else, like I always have a piece of paper and a pen or like a notepad and a pen or my phone, somewhere you can jot stuff down. Yeah. Because if, if you don't write it down right away, it's gone. You you'll, you'll turn around in five seconds forget, what was that? I was just thinking about that. happens all the time. If you I think know. you're going to remember it, rarely do you ever remember it unless yeah. you record it somehow. And I, I, you know, one of the things I do with my landscape clients is I get them to carry a stopwatch around with them to time their activities, how long it takes to do a job and that type of thing. And that's part of another system we talk about. But the other thing I do is talk, tell them to, um, grab a recorder just for that reason you're out and about a client might say something to you be like that's a good idea i should do that but if you walk away get your truck one of your guys asks you a question it's gone so you gotta like capitalize on those good ideas right away and get them down because they're they're gold i used to think that i had a bad short-term memory and i maybe i do a little bit but i think that's everybody like ideas are so fleeting they're just fleeting Fleeting. yeah they're just gone and you're like what i I can't remember one word of it. Like, what's the one word I need to, like, bring it back? It's like trying to rem- remember a dream. Like, it's just forget yeah, about it's it. It's like after. walking around looking for your, your glasses and they're on your head. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've done that about yeah, a million I know I'm times. close. I know I'm close. <laughs> I can see really well right now. Why can't I see my glasses? Um, I guess one more part I want to throw in here just uh, as we're talking about all this. Not enough people talked about talk about LinkedIn and how powerful it is. And I know you and I have kind of – you don't do much with LinkedIn – I do. I'm on there. Um, yeah, I do. I don't. It's like anything. You got to pick your platforms. Yeah. And I think LinkedIn's a great platform. It hasn't been one of my focuses, which is why I'm not. I'm. I'm a big believer in like picking one or two platforms and really getting good at them. Yeah. Um, and that that's how. Because if you try to do too many, you just you don't get anywhere with any of them. Beyond. But LinkedIn's a great one. Great. It, it's the one that I've always overlooked. Uh, forever I've overlooked LinkedIn. I've never, because I had a, had a job for a long time, so I didn't use it. But once I got out, I was focusing on Facebook and on Instagram. I'm running, this is where I'm going to get all my business from. Then I just thought, like, I'm going to start making short videos about social media, just some easy tips and stuff like that. And then when I do podcasts, put out some links for the podcast on LinkedIn. And I've received more high-paying clients and more opportunities from LinkedIn than I think anywhere else. Because that's where people who, number one, make money are. That's where businesses are. 
It's where business professionals, CEOs, bosses, they probably look at LinkedIn the most. Facebook for more family stuff, but Facebook still, even though there's so many ads on there, people don't look at it as like this advertising platform where I'm going to find the next thing that's going to help transform my business. But LinkedIn, you would go there. Mm -hmm. And then when I go to LinkedIn, I notice that nobody's posting videos of themselves. It's all just sharing articles or... Uh, statistics. Statistics, right? yeah. It, sort it's, of boring blog articles Yeah, to me. But. That seems to be 90% of LinkedIn. So I started posting videos, and I've gotten several clients from posting videos, and I'm not even really putting anything out there that, that, that is that in-depth to me. or It seems like somewhat common knowledge to me. And you don't even have a suit on. And <laughs> usually in pajamas, wearing a onesie. I, I know. Checkered onesie is what I usually have on. Unkempt hair. Um, but that's the white cool Peter. part. Yeah, well, <laughs> white Peter, exactly. But like, it's my choice. That's the crazy part is that you just do something a little bit outside of the box, like you said. If you just do something a little bit different from what everybody else is doing and try a little bit harder than everybody else is trying, people are going to see you as that expert that you probably aren't. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, you, you know, if you speak the truth, you are like you're, you're everybody's an expert in something. Yeah. You know? I mean, whatever that is, if you think about it and with something like LinkedIn, you just have to be yourself. A lot of what I do is I just add massive value out there to my clients and I get them to see, like, take my ideas and use them and work them. I don't care. Um, and if they work with them, they'll work. Uh, the whole thing is finding time to get them to implement them consistency. And you always have need that person in the background, like pushing you like let's go like it's like weight loss you know it's like hard to lose weight if you're on your own but if you have somebody encouraging like knock that you know knock that hot dog out of your face then it helps you know right keep keep the keep on track so um but best way to for social media is just uh put yourself out there with good information about your business about what you do about how you help people and then let people find you because that's the way it's going to you know you don't try to sell them you just let them find you yeah it's going out there and selling. Is I'm not a salesperson. Uh -uh. Never been. Yeah. It's never been my forte, and I feel like a scumbag doing it. So if I can put information out and have people come to me, much more comfortable for me, and it's also more comfortable for them because yeah. then they're already, yeah, you're you're already past that super awkward first stage. Yeah. You're, if you give them the information, and people are so scared about, I don't want to give out information. I don't want to give away right. secrets, or I don't want to you know, find my competition to find me and copy me. Like, just get over it, man. Mm -hmm. Just, just, you gotta just get over it. Yeah, I do. I, that's why I offer a free 30 minute, uh, consultation free. Mm -hmm. I don't try to sell them on it. I just get on, ask, answer their questions, whatever's bothering them the most. And I give them my best advice that they can take and monetize it. I always tell them that consultation talk call will be worth $1,200 to your business. I guarantee it. With the ideas I give them, they can take it and go out and make, Probably a lot more than twelve hundred bucks, but if they that's actually use the info, yeah. But it's pretty easy stuff. It's not. I don't try to like go ten levels deep with them, but yeah. they're always very appreciative. And what I don't do is try to sell them at the end because I don't think that it's it's a free consultation call. So that's where I keep it. It's like we're gonna, just going to talk. If you want to, you know, take it on and contact me or whatever, great. But I'm not going to sell you anything. Yeah, and that also and it works. Is incredibly relieving for anybody because yeah. there's nothing more. I don't know if people get awkward when they're being sold, but when I feel like I'm being sold, I'm just like immediately uncomfortable. 
Absolutely. Like, oh, God. And then I'm the kind of person who feels like I have to, to buy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, I'm guilted into this. I got to do it. I have, like, a lot of guilt. So I'm like, man, I got I to gotta do it. Well, I got to waste my money and time on this thing. Um, that's and that's just... the law of reciprocation. Right? <laughs> it's like somebody gives their you time. something, you feel compelled to give something back. Yeah, I can't stand that. Oh, but, but it's real. I guess yeah, it's, a, it's a real it's, thing. It's wired into us. Did you study the laws, the, the universal laws? Is that something you've... Uh, some of them, you know. I'm no expert at it. But, yeah, I like that's always been one of my personal development books. I have tons of those and just really how to help move yourself forward and help other people move forward by, you know, just knowing what internal power you have and really all the powers in yourself to make the decisions. A lot of people, most of the problems out there, people are always looking to blame somebody else. And that's just not where it's at. It's yeah. like you start with yourself and figure out, okay, I'm into the situation so how do I fix it? Don't blame it on this guy because he, he fired you or this guy because he laid you off or whatever happened. That's that's BS. Listen, that's not where it goes. But that's society. They just want to blame. And the media, ooh, getting in the media. Media always blows that up, you know? Yeah. They, that's their business. They just want to just take a little idea and blow it up to make it a big big deal. Uh, yeah. You know, just, Plus, it's easier to blame somebody else. Absolutely. And you got to blame yourself it's like oh man i already hate myself enough you know now i gotta blame myself more yeah great <laughs> <laughs> well all right uh jim i'm gonna have you back on again because we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk about more things later on as far as social media goes because i think at least for me it's interesting i i would hope that some people listening to this uh whether you are a business yourself whether you uh work for a business or whether you're just like personally trying to maybe start your own brand or you're just trying to understand how social media works uh, just to to navigate it, I, I feel like it's beneficial for anybody. I've noticed myself personally. I mean, I don't like being on it as much as I am. And I try to disconnect every day for a couple of hours, uh, but it's definitely helpful in personal development because you talk a lot about personal development. It's like a huge part of 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 what you do, and that's a huge part of the business that everybody misses. Right? They've got the they worry about all the other things, the mm-hmm. the, the physical elements of the business, but they forget about oh man, if I'm not operating well nothing I do is going to operate well. You can build up a lot of that online. You can learn a lot about that online and um, for yourself and through other people. Yeah. So I think in the future, let's get more into, into some of that stuff. Yeah. And then once you're an author, we could like plug the book, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you already have glasses on. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like you have a pencil behind your ear or something, I don't know, which I, from years of landscaping, I imagine you would often have a pencil behind your ear. Well, the, the book is, is great for a lot of different businesses. If they're into creating, you know, being the authority in their local market. And it's really not a book to sell to make money. It's a book that gives really good, valuable information, and then um, people can get in touch with you. Yeah, because so. you give that book out. And you, are you going to give it how – you, how are you going to do it? How do you plan on – or do it's, you not want to give away your secrets? The, be, the beauty of it is I'm going to put it on Amazon. I can order it, you know, right through Amazon. Oh, so I don't cool. have a stock of garage full of books. That's a you great know, yeah. just gonna. That's the beauty of the internet now. Yeah, how about it? It's crazy, huh? Or it can just be a Kindle. You can just get it right there on their on their computer or on their tablet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that too. Um, if people are interested in talking more to you, whether it's landscaping or really any business for uh, consulting and social media, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, one way is I have a, a site, jimwertz.com forward slash coach seven the number seven and that's basically where you can hop on get the 30 minute strategy session with me and that's one way and uh that's probably the best way right now there we go booyah thanks jim (laughs) hey sure thing thanks rob thanks for coming in i appreciate it and uh if you guys are interested in social media marketing or you want to just understand more about how everything works i'm always up for talking to people about it i'm always up for sharing ideas and um i think you're the 
third social media marketer I've had on the podcast. So, like, I just enjoy talking about it because it's so new. It's, like, ever-changing, and I think everybody can benefit from it if they just understand it a little bit better. So, please, send me a message on any platform. All of the details are in the uh, show notes for this episode, so check that out. I feel like we gave away some trade secrets on that episode, right? Some some trade secrets in the game of social media. So hopefully you got something out of it. You can always get something out of trade secrets at 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona. That, my friends, is called a segue because of trade secrets. Uh, they make all natural body care products for your body, obviously. All created in-house. All the research, all the development is done at Trade Secrets. It's Stephanie Height. And her husband, Andy. They do all the work. It's amazing uh, because they have incredible products that are really good for your body. All natural deodorants and bath bombs, lip balms, body lotions, whipped body butters. Mm, yeah. At 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona. Facebook and Instagram, or uh, on Facebook, Secrets and Trade. Instagram is Trade Secrets underscore skincare. Shout out to Juice at 517 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg. The Juice Bar on Facebook and Instagram, J-O-O-S, The Juice Bar. Cold-pressed juice and smoothies, smoothie bowls and bone broth, all fresh and made to order. And a shout-out to Sarah Vogel at the Clay Cup. Uh, These three sponsors right here, Clay Cup, Trade Secrets, and Juice, are on the Small Business Brainstorm podcast that we have once a month here on Rob Z Radio. So make sure that you listen to those. And I also have individual podcasts with all three of them because they're all wonderful ladies. Uh, they're, they're great businesswomen, and they're also a joy to be around and fun to talk to, and Sarah especially. So the Clay Cup is kind of like Sarah's personality brought into an atmosphere of a coffee shop. It's coffee and creativity coming together, pottery painting, watercolor classes, coffee, tea, freshly baked items, and just great, great camaraderie at The Clay Cup, 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona. Facebook and Instagram at The Clay Cup. Thank you for listening, Zebras. I love you so much. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Whoa. That's brutal.